0: welcome to the
1: roma press podcast with john solano and andy mattioli hello everybody welcome back to another episode of the roma press podcast we hope you are doing very very well very quickly before we get into everything a very quick thank you to our newest patron over at patreon jason buick if you would like to receive early access to episodes extra episodes post match reactions of the podcast you can go to patreon.com/roma press to get started okay andy still still enjoying our time off you have uh, you have taken to america you are on your trek cross country so Correct. you have gotten about as far away from uh, anything Roma-related as possible, which I can't necessarily blame you for. There hasn't been a ton of talking points during the international break, which, you know, given what we are used to, is certainly a welcome change. I'm, you will not hear me complain at all uh, regarding the lack of... Uh, uh, storylines episodes however uh, nicolo zaniolo let's start with this one he decided to uh, to break his silence and give us something to discuss following uh, his uh, transfer away from roma in january and it was one of uh, it was one of those interviews where you can't help but just shake your head laugh smirk if you were a huge uh, uh, supporter of Niccolo Zaniola, perhaps you were crying in a corner in the fetal position, perhaps, because you read this thing. And when you see things that are so removed from reality, and you don't, it's one of those, th- those things, too, where you don't even have to be necessarily within a, 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 a football media, a writer, a journalist, to understand how much crap and nonsense was spewed from the mouth of uh, this guy saying things Andy that are just so far removed from reality it's one of those things where you see somebody on uh, on television a politician an actor actress whatever and you know they are lying like in, in in real time but it is as if they have convinced themselves so much that this crap that they are saying is true that it, they almost think you are so stupid as to believe what they are saying. That is how I felt about this Zaniolo thing. First off, the way he frames this entire uh, conversation, in my opinion, about how this uh, this was a huge betrayal by Roma. they They were telling him for two years, we have your contract ready, and yet it never came. Absolute crap simply again and you don't even have to be connected to uh, it's not like you have to have a direct line to his agent Claudio Vigorelli if it was ready Nicolò, and the contract was ready and and uh, Roma only viewed you or considered you a plus valenza instead of a key building block to the project why would they have been meeting with Vigorelli on multiple occasions Throughout the past two years, why would they have given to you a, a, a contract renewal already before? And you know that the contract, yes, they were working on it, but you have, it, it takes one message to Figuerelli to realize that, okay, we have met at least half, uh, half a dozen times. We can't reach an agreement because, as I mentioned, he wanted to be paid the exact same as uh, Tammy Abraham, Lorenzo Pellegrini, Chris Smalling. He was looking for the figure right around four to five million euros net per season. Now, given the way uh, he played over these last two years, again, we're not going to be overly critical, returned from uh, uh, difficult periods of injury. Of course, he scores the goal in the conference uh, League final. So you can't be too overly harsh on the guy. But again, all it takes for him, if he really truly believes that Roma betrayed him, they had a contract ready, and they were, you know, stringing him along. One message to your agent, and you can realize that this is not true. You are asking for one figure. Roma returns to you with another figure. This is not... uh, this is not difficult. I mean, you were recently in uh, washington, d c. If we you know, if we want to talk about conspiracies, that 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 city is ripe with them, and I would be more than willing to indulge in some uh, tinfoil hat discussions here. Nothing gets me more excited uh, than that. But the, Andy, this is very simple, in my opinion. And reading some of the stuff that he says, you can't help but say to yourself, man, what like, he has gone gone so far to make this sound so credible even within his own head that he must think we are all in the cells. I yeah. mean, come yeah. on, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, it feels uh it feels like uh, you know he's he's lost he's lost sight of, of um of what really happened and and he sounds like a completely different guy than I mean remember the last game he played uh against Genoa in the Coppa Italia for Roma. Uh, before that match, he actually gave an interview where he uh, himself shared an update on the renewal. He said, "My agent handles those things. I'm interested and in um, in, uh, in in playing for Roma, blah blah blah." So, this is a guy who now basically does a 180 and uh, and and goes the opposite way and and decides um, to 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 blame the club for basically everything that's happened to him. Over the years, although so many times he's acknowledged that, you know, without with any other club, uh, he wouldn't have had uh, he wouldn't have had been faced with that kind of patience, that kind of determination on the part of the of the of the management on the part of the ownership to wait for him two years. Basically, this is their star player right in the making. And and um, I don't know. He talks about false promises, but honestly the only promises that i saw from roma were uh play better improve your performances be uh, uh, be be our star player on the pitch not on instagram and then we'll reward you with with a uh, with a renewal because mind you they had renewed him what just like uh, 2 years ago so what whatever whatever happens uh after that mm, you know that failed um let's how how can we put it like fatal failed, failed summer switch? Because it seems right. like his his intention was to, to move away from Rome after the Conference League final. And now looking back on it, probably that would have been the, the wisest decision, right? You 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 leave the the city in all its glory, you just scored in the conference league final, helped win uh, the first European trophy in the team, in the, the club's history, and uh, and and what you 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 go out basically as a hero whether you go to Milan or you go to Juventus or you go to Tottenham, I don't think that matters. Ultimately the decision was, okay, we're going to stay if we can discuss a renewal. But then these negotiations dragged on and uh, Zaniolo himself didn't do himself any favors. And uh, he didn't do any favors to the team, uh, didn't do uh, any favors to his own growth as a player. It just seemed like he was stuck in this hole that he dug himself. And, um, without any intention of getting out of it. Actually, on the contrary, he seemed to be waiting to be rewarded for actually taking a major step back in his development. So the player that we were witnessing for the past uh, six months to a year, I mean, it, that's it, it's not the player that we knew. It's not the player that we hope to have. And uh, we hope for him to lead our side. We constantly put him... You know, in the ranks of our top players, and uh, and we constantly put him ahead of the likes of Lorenzo Pellegrini and Brian Cristante in terms of the importance to the team, and and it's true he was a he could have been a player that capable of changing.
1: Yeah, I I just I'm so confused as to the motivation of what this, uh, what an interview like this does. Yes, you know, I I understand wanting to have your side of uh, of the story told. I understand wanting to perhaps uh, dispel of, uh, uh, of a certain narrative. I completely understand that. If I go about doing that, however, I, I am going to ensure that I'm careful in what I say, how I say it. I would probably do my best to remove emotion as difficult as that may be from any criticisms I'm, I I might have with the club. I, I, I guess I would just be overall a lot more prudent in yeah. the way I went about it. And, and yeah. I, I mean, to do this, um, I, I mean, it just seems
0: like a total purge of everything he uh, you know it, definitely it, it, it definitely everything that I mean, it had been built up over the years mind you this is a, i mean let's remember this is a guy who came in as a basically as a primavera you know he 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 he'd spent uh, time in virtus centella and then he uh, he was at the inter but wasn't taken into consideration he came here just like you know like a kid and in um was given the chance to make his debut in the Champions League out of all games. He made this day all-time debut in the Champions League game against Real Madrid. Not many people can say that. Um, went on to really show special things in his first year, year and a half with Roma, uh, then was supported all the way throughout his really um, devastating injuries, which happened one after the other and 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 which definitely slowed down his his growth but it also just in terms of, you know, the, the, whatever happened between him, the fan base, the club, it just, it feels like a guy who completely detached himself from that environment, from that reality that he, he aspired to conquer. You know, it always sounded like he wanted to really impose himself, leave a mark in the club. And definitely he's, he's left a mark on the club, you know, with scoring that goal in Tirana, but he could have done so much more, and instead, this sounds all like just you know one of those bitter interviews that you give, and and that we've seen so many of uh, from players that really then never ended up doing much of anything. Mm, even even the way he exited the, the club, you know, it's it's it just doesn't make sense how it all happened um, a few days ago. The vice president of of Galatasaray was like, "Yeah, well." I don't even know how we got him because we got half of we got him for half the price that Roma initially agreed to sell him for to to Burnmouth, and uh, and then that collapsed and we just swooped in and so it just shows you that this guy is completely misguided and completely um, you know unable to to read the room to read the situation he is in he finds himself in and and um, it's a shame it's a shame because I think Nicola Zagnolo could have been important for Roma. Um, and instead we're seeing him throw everything that he's built over these years uh, away out of the window. Um, I, I I don't say I' I don't want to uh, you know insinuate that the club is not at fault for anything. there may have been you know also certain I don't know the timing of certain negotiations, the timing of uh, you know these discussions revolving around the renewal, the way maybe the club handled that. Uh, that idea of Zaniolo leaving in the summer, remember, when we win the Conference League and there is immediately talk of him and Spurs with Paratici going after him since his Juventus days. Um, well, that never materialized, but maybe maybe if the club had actually read Diorelli and Zaniolo's intentions then and there, this would have been uh, less painful than it is because it's painful. Why? Well, it's it's painful because uh, we saw him grow up as a as an 18 year old, 19 year old kid, look like a phenomenon, then look completely like the sh- the shell of himself, and um, and ultimately exit the club in <laughs> in February and go join a Turkish side. So it just if this doesn't scream desperation. Um, then I, I don't know what does because this is uh, Zaniolo just throwing his talent and the bond that he built with the club uh, right out the window. Well, yeah, you
1: mentioned the, the interview of the, the president of Galatasaray. I, I found that to be far more interesting than I did uh, what Zaniolo had to say. Now, the other part that I, had to, that I had to laugh at, you talked about not being able to read the room the part where he mentioned about having said no to Bournemouth and then, uh, I mean, we know how it turned out. He ultimately goes to, to play uh, in Turkey, but he almost sounded uh, uh, surprised that there was some backlash to him after saying no to Bournemouth. And when he mentions right after he says that, he says, well, you know, after I said no to Bournemouth, the club hung me out to dry. I mean,
0: you want to talk about the lack of self awareness. Yeah. Detached from reality, f- completely, completely detached from reality. That's the problem. Not even, we're not even, you know, the the, the criticisms and then the, the bullying and everything wasn't even about his performances on the pitch, which usually, unfortunately, deserve that kind of treatment um, because they were really subpar. It's all about the attitude, the attitude, the, the way he, uh, you know carried himself in these instances where he files a transfer request and then you know nothing comes of it and and whatever whatever happens happens um he's he's left with with Galatasara as the only option um after rejecting Bournemouth and he sort of you know acts as the victim which definitely you know fans always go overboard and I'm never Going to support anybody who you know shows up at a player's uh, doorstep and I don't know insults them or uh, does all those weird things where they hung banners all over the city, you know that that kind of stuff is 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 stupid. But the 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 point is that we are dealing with a guy who clearly was out of touch, you know, with with the with the reality that he himself created in the first place. So. And um and speaking also, I just I don't know if this was on the program, but I just wanted to to mention speaking out of, of of uh, players uh, or, or people in the football. I hope, world, I hope he, you're going. Leaving, I think you're going. Li- leaving one place for another. Um, Antonio Conte just did uh, fantastic. To him. Yes, <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> <Talking him Hotspur's. laughs> Antonio Conte. Antonio Conte. Um, he left Tottenham Hotspur so the the machine, the media machine is fully on now Um, his name is once again being linked with Roma after that uh, infamous summer of 2019 where Gianluca Petrachi was like yeah yeah I'm buddies with with Conte, I got him on speakerphone right now and and then Conte ends up going to Inter instead Um, you know it's if there is a name that would have had to be mentioned as an alternative to Jose Mourinho while Mourinho is, uh, you know, is yet to figure out his own future at the club, then Conte's name was probably on the top of my list in terms of just the predictability of, of him being featured as the main name on, uh, on Roma's watch list. Yes. Um, it's just, you know, and this is perfect timing. It is it is what it is. Akin to looking... Nacho
1: coming to Roma since 2010. <laughs>
0: Aqueen, pretty much, yeah. It's like almost a legend. But with Conte, you never know. This is a guy who's so weird and, and just unpredictable in his decision-making that, you know, now he's desperate to stay in Italy. Yeah, for the past year and a half, he's been crying that his family is in Italy and he can't see his family, so... Now he's gonna be happy and he's gonna be reunited with his loved ones, and uh, and Roma are on the other hand looking at at Mourinho and being like, so what do we do? You know, what's what's your intention? Are you are you out if we if we fail to reach Champions League football? Because hey, that's that's a concrete possibility, just as it's concrete possibility for Roma to qualify for the Champions League. So this Conte thing. And I'm. I would be tempted to dismiss it, but the circumstances lead me to be like, okay, well, hmm, um, let's 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 consider it.
1: You know, I. You know, I. I just look at the way he left Inter, and the way he cried about wanting to return to Serie A in these last months. I, I, you know, I don't know if he knows this. Uh, there's only like two or three clubs, Antonio. With uh, the the financial backing of Inter and Juve, and that's it. It's it's those two clubs. Um, I thought for sure he would be returning to Juve when they were struggling early on in the season. I, I thought that was a, a, a write it down in permanent ink. That's what's going to happen. But if you look at
0: potential landing spots, uh, it's limited. It is limited. It is limited because are you going to? I don't know if you are going to part ways with Allegri. Allegri seems like their only solution to to this situation they found themselves in. Uh, and uh, Milan, on the other hand, also linked with Conte. But let's be realistic; they just renewed Stefano Pioli. Um, they don't. They 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 don't seem to be uh, you know in 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 a, in an instance that would allow them to 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 splurge so much money. On a guy like Conte, and Inter—that's you know the, probably that's the most concrete possibility. Since we know that um, Conte loved his time at Inter, but once again, it all depends on 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 the ownership, on uh, on the relations among the management. Because we know how Conte leaves clubs. Conte basically leaves scorched earth behind him, and I'm not sure if um, he still has good relations with uh, Marotta and Ausilio and, and Zhang. So. Consequently, Roma find themselves once again being a concrete destination for this guy, just like they were in 2019.
1: The prospect, though, of having to go through that again another summer, I, you know, uh, mentally, I don't know if I'm going to be up for it. Um, I, I just, because we remember what happened that. That summer too. They the the caveat to it all before he ultimately rejected Roma before doing the usual thing where uh he he, he rejects the club, but he 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 gives the he gives uh, the compliments right after, oh,
0: the the, the, polite, yeah, the that... polite answer <laughs> right, a, right. a la Carlo Ancelotti, you know, that's <laughs> the, the dream that will never come true. Right. Yes. You know, being rejected
1: by uh, by the woman on Tinder, but being assured it has nothing to do with your look sort of thing. OK, akin to that. Uh, it's like, OK, well, thank you very much. Um, We have to remember, too, the caveat that was in place the last time we had to go through this, or if we do go through it again, we remember there was also the storyline with Talti, yeah, where it was well, I'm yeah. the one who
0: I'm know, the one who contacted him, and Roma squandered it. You know, <laughs> we will
1: we won't have to deal with that, which is nice. But I, I I agree with you when you when you look at this guy saying, okay, well, I want to return to Serbia. I mean, certainly, of course, even him, he's not stupid enough to. To uh, not understand that even before he says this, he's going to have limited destinations, A, and then B, of those limited destinations, how many of them actually need a manager or right. are going to be changing managers? So it's a subset of a right. subset,
0: and once again, um, and once again, Roma's objectives more or less are in line with with Conte's, you know, managerial strategy. He's a he's a coach that thrives in the league and that occasionally wins, say, a Coppa Italia. That more or less what what Roma want, you know. Roma want Champions League qualifications and then eventually a cup, right? The cup of of uh, with a national cup like Coppa Italia. Uh, that's usually in line with what Conte um, considers doable at at these clubs, um, right. just like he did with Inter, just like he did you know, before with with Juve.
1: No, spot on. Uh, you are completely correct in that regard. That that's what makes it all the more curious if Jose Mourinho does leave. Uh, seeing his name floated out there, in my opinion, was uh, was something that was a given. We would see it uh, see it linked with Roma, given the uh, uncertainty of Jose Mourinho, and again, knowing full well that Antonio Conte wants to return to Serie A, so something we will have to keep an eye on. Uh, Okay, quiet week. We will leave it there. We we return to action, or I, I should say Roma return to action at the weekend against Sampdoria, so we will be back next week following that match. So until then, ciao.